All right, welcome everybody to uh, today's uh, NTT IndyCar Series video news conference. Uh, in advance of the GMR Grand Prix on Saturday at Indianapolis Motor Speedway, the race will be on at noon Eastern on your local NBC affiliate. We're pleased to be joined by the defending champion of the GMR Grand Prix, Simon Paginot of Team Penske, as well as Connor Daly, the driver of the number 20 U.S. Air Force Chevrolet for Ed Carpenter Racing. Uh, Simon, uh, we'll start with you. Uh, I know last May at Indianapolis was pretty life-changing for you. Um, how important was the win in the GMR Grand Prix for setting that stage? Yeah, hi everyone. Thanks for joining. Um, it, it was, you know, obviously um, racing in Indianapolis to me is uh, it's what we're all about. You know, obviously our name is IndyCar and um, I've always loved the, the, the Indy Grand Prix because it really sets the tone going into the month of May. It's, uh, it just showcases what IndyCar is about, road course racing. And, and then the, a week after that, we usually go into uh, the Indianapolis 500. So, you know, that's what's really about our series is diversity uh, in terms of tracks and talents. And, and I really enjoy it. So, I'm really excited to to come to um, to India again and, and race in Indianapolis again. That's uh, that put a grin on my face. Uh, you know, obviously the Grand Prix has been very um, uh, very blessed for me. You know, it's um, I've had three wins there, and and I hope I can get it to uh, number four. It's uh, it's definitely the goal this weekend. But uh, it definitely changed my life last year, um, and now I can uh, I can race with a, a very um, focused. You know. Um, focused yeah very focused and also um uh, the chance to to race with uh, my personal pressure is off because i've achieved my dreams so i can now really focus on myself and getting the best out of myself which is really what i enjoy the most all right thanks simon uh, connor i know you've been going to ims for most of your life um you've raced in the gmr grand prix twice uh, had a sixth place finish for dale coin racing uh, in your debut race how exciting is it to uh race at IMS and uh, finally get started with Ed Carpenter Racing? Well, as part of my one-off entries in the Indy 500 in the past, uh, I've always tried to beg, borrow, and plead with the teams and be like, hey, can I please do the Grand Prix as well? Um, but it hasn't worked out yet, so it's nice to be back. Uh, it's such an incredible way to start out the month of May. Uh, I, I love the road course at Indy. I uh, love uh, the racing opportunity it brings. Uh, we know it's going to be hard to beat Team Penske there as usual, but, uh, but it's going to be a fun challenge. It's going to be great to just get back on track uh, on a road course and, uh, and, and fight with everyone. And there's, there's a lot of entries as well. You know, we've obviously got some one-off entries, and it's great to see, um, you know, some other people in the field uh, you know, again, like like Sage Karam and stuff like that. So it, it's going to be cool to uh, to just get back out, get on the road course, um, let these cars live a little bit uh, at Indianapolis, and uh, and just have a have a good weekend. All right, thanks, Connor. Um, I know we have quite a few media on the line, so uh, we're going to open up for questions from the media. If you have a question, uh, you'll need to use the raise your hand function in the chat. That's Alt Y. If you have a keyboard in front of you, um, and then I'll. I'll I will ask you to unmute and ask a question. Uh, first question is from Nathan Brown from IndyStar. Nathan, please unmute and ask. This question is for Simon. Simon, uh, you mentioned you've won this race three times, the only other person to have won uh, in an IndyCar on the IMS road course has been Will Power, your teammate. What do you make of you two's um, 
particular dominance on this course in these last several years? What has worked so incredibly well for the Team Penske cars uh, performing at this IMS course? Well, you know, I think um, what I know for a fact is that Wade and I have a very similar driving style. Um, though the fact that I know, um, you know, I had the chance to uh, score a win with Schmidt Peterson um, Honda when I was there. Um, that was uh, that was the inaugural Grand Prix 2014, and uh, you know, as a, as a smaller team taking on the big team, that was a lot of fun. And then, uh, you know, obviously, I joined the powerhouse uh, of Tim Penske, and, and we've been able to carry on the tradition of winning at uh, at the Grand Prix. So, um, you know, obviously, I'm very proud of that. I'm very, I feel again very blessed that we have the program to be able to contend for wins everywhere we go. I think that's Tim Penske. You guys all know. You know, obviously, we we put a lot of work in. We work really well as teammates as well. And, and you know, that's one of the things with Will. I think, you know, he's got – we have a very similar driving style, but that doesn't mean that we're fast the same speed in every corner. You know, some corners is better than me and some corners I'm better than him. So we, we share a lot and, and we, we talk about it and talk about how to set the car up. And we've been able to uh, make the whole program uh, better that way. Uh, and Joseph contributes a lot to that as well. So uh, I think the three of us together, and obviously we have a phenomenal engineers uh, that are able to um, bring some ideas on how to develop the car in a better way for that track or another track. Uh, but I do think there's a little bit of um, uh, mystery as to why sometimes you go to a track and you have more luck than you would at a different track, you know, uh, all I can think of is Detroit. I've never had much luck there. Uh, that doesn't mean I'm not a good driver, but uh, I go to the Grand Prix and, and most of the time I've had good luck. So uh, there's a bit of that mystery in racing. You can't forget it, but uh, it's certainly a, a testament to the great job that we do all together. Follow up on that for you, Simon. Um, what, what, is there an additional comfort level that you get as a driver going to a track where recently you've had so much success and where your team um, has also on, you know, on the weekends that you haven't won, um, that they have won. I know you've won at so many tracks and so you've got a lot of experience, but I wonder if this uh, uh, IndyCar uh, IMS road course feels any different uh, as far as the comfort level for you guys. Well, I think, you know, as a driver, when you go to a track where you've won before or, or a track where you've been, you've had good success, you just, have a, a level of confidence that's higher for sure. You know, I'm going into the Grand Prix with very high expectation of myself and my car and, and, and my team. And, um, you know, I'm going there to win the race. I'm not going to be third. I'm not going in the thinking I could be fifth or sixth or seventh. The goal is to win. Um, and quite frankly, you know, that's all, that's the only thought I have. Um, but there are a lot of things that's going to happen, a lot of things out of my control. Uh, all I can do is the best I can. And certainly, with the team that I have, uh, you know, obviously you expect to win. Great, thanks guys. All right, thanks Nathan. Uh, the next question comes from Bob Kravitz from The Athletic. Uh, please go ahead, Bob. Uh, gentlemen, you're both so accessible to fans and have been for a very long time. What, what do you miss or what will you miss most about not having fans there? Connor? Well, I mean, I, honestly, I mean, it's my home race. So uh, I, I've even seen some some tweets today that like, you know, it's 20, like Tony Donahue put out, it's 27 years since he's, there's been a race at IMS and he hasn't been there. And, and it's just, it is weird. You know, I, I, 
uh, you know, I was a fan first, you know, I was out there uh, every day of my life, you know, every month of May uh, that I was allowed to get out of school early and go. Um, and, and, and it was such a, you know, such a part of my life. Um, but we will still obviously be doing our best to, you know, put on the best show that we can, you know, for everyone at home. We know that, you know, our job is to go out there and, and try to absolutely, um, you know, beat everyone and create an incredible uh, race uh, because we know that if the fans were there, they would be cheering along, um, you know, just as much as, um, you know, they would be at home. So uh, it's tough. It's, it's, it's strange, but, uh, but I, I know that, uh, you know, we continue to tell everyone, Hey, we appreciate you hang with us. You know, we'll get back to the track eventually, you know, everyone will be there eventually, you know, we'll get back hopefully and, and enjoy it once again. But, uh, but as long as everyone tunes in on TV, I can guarantee it'll be a, it'll be quite a, quite a show for everyone. Simon, could you address that briefly? Of course. I think it's a, it's a very, very tough time we're in right now. Really, uh, you know, we just all have to adapt. It's quite unfortunate, but IndyCar has been doing everything they could to um, reorganize the schedule, uh, make sure that we could put on a show for the fans. And, um, you know, that's what we're doing. That's what we're going to do. And Texas was a good example of it. We were out there racing with the new windscreen and, and a lot of new things that make the series really exciting. And uh, I think we see the numbers. Uh, now, you know, I think everybody in the series can't wait to have the fans come back. And, and luckily, that's going to be at Road America. So we don't have to wait too long. Uh, it's unfortunate that it can't happen in Indy, but, uh, you know, obviously health and safety is first. And, and I think we're, we're in this position right now. So, uh, you know, I, I, when you asked that question, first thing I thought is, is back to my childhood. I, I, uh, I was at a racetrack and, and one of the main driver refused to give me an autograph. And I've said since, you know, obviously I, I wanted to be a driver at some point. I was really young. I didn't have, I didn't know if I was going to be a driver, but I made myself a promise that I would always do the best I could to give an autograph every time I could. Um, so it's, it's, you know, the fans for me are a big part of my career, a big part of who I am as a racer. And, and it's the case for every IndyCar driver, I can assure you that. But uh, it's going to be weird. And, um, you know, but, you know, hopefully uh, that changes very soon. Thank you, gentlemen. All right. Thanks, Bob, uh, for your question. Uh, the next question comes from uh, Chris Hagan from CBS4 and Fox 59 in Indianapolis. Go ahead, Chris. Hey, thanks, Arnie. This question is for Connor. Uh, I know you've raced for like 42 different IndyCar teams now, so it shouldn't be a stretch for you. But having a split season, how does the communication flow from one team to the other and then from track to track? What's your mindset? It seems like you have good communication skills anyway, but how are you suited for this? Well, there's no sharing of information. Everyone wants to beat everyone, so uh, so it, it, it's tough. But Oddly enough, I feel like I've been with ECR for like quite a long time and we still have yet to race with each other. So, you know, I, I, I was, you know, I was signed up in November. Uh, well, guess what? It's almost July and I uh, haven't even done a single race with them yet. So it's, uh, it's really interesting, but I, I feel like I'm part of their family already. Uh, you know, we've done a lot of work together. We've done uh, a lot of simulator days together. Um, you know, so working with the engineers, working with, uh, you know, my teammates, Ed and Renus, uh, so, so we're ready, you know, we've, we've got, we, we've got everything in place, you know, it's just a matter of, you could, you can only think through so many things, uh, you know, until your head starts to explode and you just want to get on the, get on the real racetrack. So, uh, you know, we've thought through every possible thing that we could possibly think through, 
uh, and we're ready to go out there and, and, and deliver for, you know, for the U.S. Air Force, for Chevrolet, for everyone that, that supports, um, you know, this, this group. And, uh, and I can't wait. The car has been looking great for a long time. So now we got to see it in action side by side with a bunch of people and, and, uh, and hopefully at the front. That would be uh, quite satisfactory. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Chris. Uh, the next question comes from Bruce Martin. Uh, Bruce, uh, please unmute yourself and go ahead. Uh, two questions for uh, both drivers. Um, not complaining or anything, but we've gone so long with such a slow start to the season because of the shutdown. Now this is going to be the first of five races over the next three weekends. And is it almost like going from a, a is it almost like a standing start to the season going from zero to 160 in a matter of a couple of seconds? Yeah. Yes. The, uh... Sorry, Connor. <laughs> no, go for it. Go for it. It's definitely a, an adjustment. You know, we, everybody, I think, in the world has been going to a, an interesting slow speed to all of a sudden um, going flat out. So I think the, the advantage of it is we've all been able to train a lot, um, get ready for the heat, and obviously added windscreen uh, makes for uh, quite, a, quite a hot day every day in the race car. So... Uh, that's also going to be an adjustment, um, but uh, you know, I'm personally ready. I'm ready to go, and, and couldn't be any more ready, to be honest with you. It's the best shape I've ever been in my career. Connor, yeah, I mean, like Simon said, I, I feel really good myself. I, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm lighter than I've I've been starting a year before. I feel good. Uh, obviously, this weekend will be new for us. We've done some road course testing, of course. Uh, you know, with the windscreen, but uh, but it's going to be a good old Indiana summer day. Uh, plenty of humidity, nice and hot, um, and that'll be really tough, I think. I think, and but it, but it'll be really interesting. Um, and really, the double headers are going to be the ones um, where I think it'll really test us and put us put us on the limit. But uh, that's why we do what we do. You know, we we want to be the best. Uh, you know, the best athlete, best athletes we can be, and the best drivers we can be, and. And it's on us to, uh, you know, to be as prepared as possible. So I, I can't wait for it. It's, I've been sitting around in this darn simulator room for way too many weekends, and I'm ready to get back to the real, real race car and, uh, and be sweating as much as possible because uh, that means we're out there doing work, and I can't wait. And as racers, how excited are you to see the second race of the day on Saturday and uh, to see how well they do on your course? Well, if we're allowed to watch, I can't wait. I think it's going to be great. Uh, I mean, those guys, I've, I've been getting a lot of texts from different Xfinity guys, uh, you know, about the track. And I know they've been, you know, it'll be totally new for them. But I, I'm excited. I wish I could do the race, obviously. But uh, got to stay focused on, uh, on the IndyCar program. But I, I think it'll be cool. I think, I think they'll race pretty well, too. Simon? Yeah, I'm excited to see, obviously, Austin Sindrick. Uh, seeing how well he does over there in the, in the Xfinity on Saturday night, so Saturday afternoon. But, um, you know, obviously there's a lot of um, uh, precautionary aspect we have to think about the drivers. I don't think I can stay, actually. I'm actually going to go hop on the plane to get home uh, to make sure we, we, you know, we all stay uh, safe. And, and, you know, obviously, um, yeah, we just have to follow the guidelines. So it's, uh, it's the way it is. I don't think I'd be able to watch the race. I wish I could have, but... Uh, it's the situation we're in, and I look forward to seeing um, seeing the, the big race, um, the big NASCAR race on the, on Sunday. That'd be fun to watch, and you know, it's such a. I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's a historical moment, and um, for for I think not just American racing, but for worldwide racing. And 
I look forward to the weekend and seeing the, the reaction afterwards. Thanks, guys, and good luck. Thanks, Bruce. Uh, the next question comes from Dave Calabro from WTHR in Indianapolis. Go ahead, Dave. Hey, Guy. Thank you for the time, fellas. Hey, just uh, elaborate a little bit more on this crossover. How important is it to share a weekend with NASCAR, and uh, do you want to do more of these weekends when you're with, uh, with these guys? I think it's huge. I think it's awesome. I think, I mean, I love racing. I mean, I'm a race fan. It doesn't matter if it's Formula One, NASCAR, you know, Formula E, whatever, whatever it is, uh, you know, USAC. I mean, anything like that is, is awesome. Uh, and I, I think hopefully we could, I would love to see more of it. So, you know, this is, this is the first time it'll happen. And, uh, you know, realistically, we wish we could see, you know, both fan bases interacting and, and everyone there together, but we'll still wait on that. Uh, but I think it's an exciting uh, sign for, you know, hopefully for the future, because if, if one side of, you know, one side of motorsport in the NASCAR is doing well, we want, uh, you know, that success to kind of somehow, if we can work together, that'd be great. I mean, this is a team effort, motorsport to be successful. Um, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully we can all help each other. So that would be, that would be a lot of fun. Simon, do you want to address that or? Uh, yeah, I totally agree with Connor. I think, you know, at the end of the day, we, we all races. It doesn't matter if you have a roof or no roof or windscreen or, or whatever it is. I, you know, I'm like Connor. I, I love any sort of racing and cars. Um, you know, I love anything with four wheels and a steering wheel. So if you can join the powers of um, NASCAR and the power of IndyCar together, um, it, it's it's fantastic. It's fantastic. I think what's happening for us and uh, for everybody that enjoys racing is is massive. So, I again, I can't wait to see what the weekend is about. What it what it's like. Obviously, it would have been phenomenal to have the fans come to that race for the first ever time. But um, we we'll see the, the the attendance we get on TV and and the response on social media. It's uh, it's going to be a big weekend. All right. Thanks, uh, Simon. Um... If you do have a question, uh, Alt-Y on your keyboard will raise your hand, and uh, then I can see you're in the queue and uh, ready to be called on. Uh, next question is going to come from Eric Smith from Race Review Online. Please go ahead, Eric. Uh, yeah, this is for both of you guys. Um, five races, 15 days. Um, like you said, Simon, some guys are don't have as much luck here as others. Um, we know what Joseph and Scott have done at Iowa and Road America coming up, but you two have been good here. Is this a big – kind of pressure moment to get a good finish this weekend on some of those guys uh, around you and the points right now haven't been as lucky here? Well, I mean, I, I think for me personally, uh, it's yes, you want to kind of keep the momentum going because I know that I've, I've been strong here in the past, but it's also a new environment still with this team for me. So, you know, we're, we're going to have a lot to learn about ourselves. You know, Carlin and I at, at Texas, I knew that environment already. Uh, and, and we, we were able to take advantage of that. Um, you know, we had a fantastic car. They did, they did the job over the off season and, and kind of working with what I had told them, you know, last year that we needed to do. Um, but, but this is still new for us and at Carpenter racing. So I'm just excited. I mean, I'm, we're only one race in, so we, we want to do well at every race and we're not thinking about, I'm not thinking about really points or anything yet, but, um, but I, 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 I can't wait to just get things going. Yes, Road America is going to be wild. I was going to be tough and it's going to be, I'm going to be swapping teams and everything like that. But uh, it, it, it'll just be nice to get things going. And I think if you do 
well though at Indy right now. It does create some good momentum because you're going to just be going back to back races, um, and it's always nice to have good momentum and and um, and cars that are in one piece as well. Yeah, for me it's um, you know it's a little different. Obviously, it's quite a bit different for me because I've been with Tim Penske for six years. So uh, same engineer for many many years, almost a, actually a decade. So, um, you know, I'm in a very different situation where I'm going into uh, the road course uh, in Indy in the goal to, uh, to win the race and score more points and strike the high and what it's at. You know, we, we started the season really well in Texas. Um, and I feel like this year uh, we couldn't be any more ready, quite frankly, despite the situation. So I'm 100% um, full throttle right now in my head and, um, and I'm... I'm I'm in, really, in a really good space mentally to, uh, to go to this racetrack and score as many points as possible. And I'm definitely thinking championship right now. And Simon, one more for you. Uh, how much do you expect the aero screen to change some of the setups from the past? Now you've been good, obviously, in the last car in the setups, but now uh, we saw Texas changed a little bit. Do you expect a little more different the change of setups for this weekend? Yeah, Eric, it's a, it's a great question because Texas with the eye opener for a lot of us, I think. Uh, we realized after the race that uh, there were a lot of improvement to be made, uh, but not enough time to really think about what we could do on, on site. So uh, obviously it's the same for, uh, for the road course in India. We don't really know yet what's going to need change. Um, and certainly that hour and 20 minutes of practice is, is, is not that much. So, uh, you know, we're going into qualifying after that and it's race there the next day. So, uh, I think it's going to take a few races to adjust and, and figure out what we need for each track. And again, each track is different. Um, so I think no, no matter what, this is going to be a, a year of adjustments. Um, and, and I think that might allow driver and engineer combination to, uh, to show strength. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Good luck this weekend. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks Eric. Uh, next question comes from Dave Coleman from uh, the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Uh, please go ahead, Dave. Thanks, gentlemen. Um, if you don't mind, I jump ahead a week here. Um, you got these three races. We, we'll see our first doubleheader at Road America. What are some of the challenges that go into doing that doubleheader when you got races that are, you know, one's going to start like less than 18 hours after the other one ends? Well, I think from the team side, uh, it's just the amount of work that the guys have to put in. I mean, our, our crews are going to be flat out for sure, and, and, and we appreciate uh, you know, everything that those guys do, they're, uh, they're flat out. So it's going to be interesting for us. I mean, road America, probably going to be warm, uh, probably going to be a physical race. Uh, it's been a, been a little while since I've been there in IndyCar, but it's been, uh, it's a great place to race. So I think the key is, is if you have a decent day in the first race, how do you make it the, uh, an even better day for day two? You know what I mean? So there, there's, uh, each session, you know, each time on track, you're going to have to do the best job possible uh, and, and almost also use race one as a bit of a test session for race two, if you're, you know, if you're struggling a little bit. So, um, you know, we want to go there with a strong package immediately because you have two opportunities for, you know, points. Um, but realistically, uh, you never know what could happen. It's obviously going to be a very short weekend. So, uh, I'm, I'm excited for it though. Two races at Road America. I don't think any driver in the world will complain about that. Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting. Um, you know, I think, Obviously, we've seen it with NASCAR and Pocono last weekend. First day, you're going to have some really good cars, and the next day, everybody gets better, like Connor said. So the second day is actually a really, really tough racing day where, you know, you're sore physically and 
you know, you're a little bit drained from the day before. So uh, decision making uh, is going to have to be on point uh, despite being tired. So, uh, you know, it's, we've, we've had some practice with Detroit, but uh, it's, uh, it's grueling. Uh, you know, the Indy cars are extremely physical cars and uh, it's going to be hot again uh, with the new windscreen as well. So a lot to, uh, a lot to take in, uh, in the combination there, but um, you know, I, I have no doubt it should be a, an amazing event, um, but certainly um, second race would be, uh, would be interesting to see uh, who gets better. And to follow up on that, uh, I mean, you're, you are in this busy stretch and you got the quick turnaround. Certainly there's some pressure there not to make it any harder on your team than it needs to be. But how much can you guys be thinking about that, like in that first race next week about, okay, I, I really, really need to not put one on the, you know, um, put one off in five or, or whatever. How, how much can you think about that? I think drivers are going to go flat out nonstop, no matter what the day it is, no matter what race it is. I mean, yes, we do have to think about the weekend as a whole. Um, and, you know, obviously we saw in Texas that, that some mistakes – uh, you know, in the day, whether that was in practice or qualifying, really, really affected some people's race week or like, well, race days uh, in general. So, um, you know, we got to be smart, but uh, that's um, that's hopefully part of our job, you know, is, is using our brains the right way and being smart about things. But uh, no matter what, I think we're going to be flat out every day, no matter what. Yeah, I actually looked at the schedule uh, yesterday and we're basically starting in July, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and October is going to be over. So it's half a season, really, um, just as many races in half a season. So it's going to be, it's going to be compact. It's going to be intense. Um, and we, both, we all know that IndyCar racing is extremely intense. So, um, you know, I think, you know, the, uh, the big teams might have an advantage for sure because of uh, the amount of people they have working with them. Um, the smaller teams, um, on the other hand, you know, it's going to be hard for them because, um, because of all, all the work they're going to have to do for all these weeks and they have reduced, uh, reduced the amount of people. Uh, but overall, you know, all the teams are so professional that, um, uh, it should be, it should be, should be normal and, and I expect uh, nothing less than usual. Thank you so much. Thanks, Dave. Uh, we have a follow-up question from Bruce Martin. Uh, Bruce, go ahead. Actually, I asked both questions earlier. Sorry. All right. No worries, Bruce. Uh, okay, so the, the final question will be probably for Simon in French. Uh, it's from Maxime Mallet. Uh, Maxime, please go ahead. Salut, Simon. Um, je voulais savoir si tu pouvais décrire maintenant le, le sentiment que tu as quand tu passes les portes de l'AMS. Je crois que tu es retourné pour euh, tourner avec euh, NBC. Donc, quel est le sentiment que tu as euh, quand tu, tu franchis ces portes et à quel point ce sentiment a évolué par rapport à il y a un peu plus d'un an Écoute, un, merci déjà d'être venu. Euh, C'est un sentiment de, de fierté, très honnêtement, euh, d'avoir réalisé euh, mon plus grand rêve qui était de remporter euh, la victoire aux 500 miles. C'est sera toujours là, sera toujours présent et toujours présent comme ma plus grande victoire. Donc, euh, euh, l'aboutissement, je dirais, de, de, toute ma, de tous mes efforts, tous les efforts que j'ai pu faire dans ma carrière. Donc, euh, c'est toute une vie. Hein. Euh, quand on, on arrive à haut niveau de sport automobile comme ça, c'est on a dédié toute sa vie pour arriver là. Donc euh, donc, c'est vraiment un sentiment de fierté euh, et de savoir que ça perdurera dans le temps, c'est encore plus beau. Donc, euh, voilà. Ensuite, le Grand Prix, euh, le fait d'avoir eu autant de succès au Grand Prix euh, rajoute euh, à, à l'empreinte que, que j'ai pu mettre sur, le, sur ce circuit. Alors, évidemment, je, 
je trouve que c'est plutôt euh, le circuit qui a, qui a fait son empreinte sur ma vie, très honnêtement. Mais euh, euh, c'est évidemment un, un moment, euh, à chaque fois que je rentre sur ce circuit, très spécial et où je me sens euh, très chanceux d'en être où je suis. Merci, Simon. Merci. Thank you, uh, Maxime. Uh, final question, actually, from Jim Aiello from IndyStar. Jim, go ahead, please. I thought Connor was going to go French there, but... Oh. I mean, if Connor wants it in French, he can. Yeah, I can ask. Oh. Sure, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jim, go ahead, please. Very well said, Connor. Um, I, actually, I, I hate to ask this question, but I'm just curious if you guys, you know, being what the situation is right now around the world, uh, have you found yourself being maybe a little more extra cautious these last couple of days just just god forbid something happens to you or your or your crew and you have to be replaced and, and obviously you guys have got a huge stretch coming up so yeah just curious about how you guys are kind of handling that especially now with, with the race coming up uh, for sure i mean in the end you got to think what is your main goal in life well mine is to try and be a racing car driver for as long as possible and right now i've got the best opportunity i've had in years uh, for my career so for sure thinking about that every day Uh, whoever you interact with, how you do it. Um, I mean, it, it's, it's tough because after so many months, uh, you know, sitting at home uh, and, and, and doing what we had to do, uh, you know, I, I definitely want to, you know, be social. I want to see people that I haven't seen in forever. I want to, you know, I want to obviously interact with our fans as well when we, you know, when we, when we have fans back at races, but, but in the end, you know, our, I won't be of use to my team if I can't drive the race car. So uh, I got to think about that. And, um, you know, we want to make sure that we're taking care of not only ourselves, but, uh, but our team members are, uh, you know, our fans, everyone, everyone that we could potentially interact with, you know, in the next, in the next few months. Yeah. For me, it's been a, you know, extreme caution, quite frankly, uh, my life is about racing and, and it's what I love doing. And, you know, I'm, I'm lucky I've got Haley, my wife to support me. Um, and it's not easy because we've had to isolate since March, um, since March 15th, since St. Pete. So, uh, you know, it, it's difficult because, you, you know, we have friends, we want to go see our friends, but then you're wearing a mask and, uh, you know, you're the one, I'm the one that has to be extra cautious and explain, you know, I'm, I'm racing this weekend, I'm, I'm racing in two weeks and I can't contract the virus because I won't be able to race. And, uh, you know, you got to be careful about everything you do. Uh, you know, I wash my hands too many times a day, uh, everything that, you know, when you really think about it, everything that you touch is a risk. Um, and, and every movement you make with your hands close to your face is a risk. And, uh, you know, it brings a lot of anxiety because, you know, you, you just worry about it all the time. Uh, you know, racing being everything in my life again. So, uh, you know, we haven't been able to go back to the restaurants because we don't want to take that risk. I love going to the restaurant. It's part of who I am and I can't quite do it. No, I mean, you could do it, but it's risky. And those are things you have to think about. You know, um, the gyms are not reopened, so you will still train here. Um, it, it's been a big adjustment. And, and I think as we go through times, uh, obviously life is going to be different for everybody. And, and for us, if we want to keep racing and make sure that we are allowed to race, we're going to have to make some uh, big efforts and, and dedicate everything to racing. So doesn't change much from uh, where, we all, where we've been with Connor since we're kids. We, we've just dedicated our life to this. Um, but it's, uh, it, it's definitely strange for social life. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks. Thanks, Jim. Um, thank you, everybody, for joining us today. Um, appreciate Simon and Connor taking the time to join us uh, for this video conference. The next IndyCar video conference will be following qualifying for the GMR Grand Prix on Friday evening. 
Uh, and then we'll follow that up on Saturday with our podium finishers. Uh, there will be an advisory going out with details on how you join those calls. Uh, there's also some other events happening uh, from some IndyCar teams for media members, um, one involving Team Penske, one involving Arrow, Schmidt, Arrow, McLaren, SP. If you need to be on those lists, please contact me, hshreben, at IndyCar.com, and I'll be sure to pass along that information. Uh, thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Thank you, guys. Thanks, everyone.